is my favorite day of the church year. <laughs> Why? Well, to start with, we have some awesome scripture readings and songs. For All the Saints is my absolute favorite hymn. But more importantly and centrally, we celebrate the saints. Well, what is a saint? When a lot of us hear that word, I think we think of a person who is incredibly mellow and perhaps a bit out of touch with the real world. Dorothy Day probably had that image in mind when she famously said, Don't call me a saint. I don't want to be dismissed so easily. Saints come in all shapes and sizes, from all centuries, all parts of the world, from different cultures and races and lifestyles. Dorothy Day herself, a countercultural pacifist who testified before Congress, led protests, provided radical hospitality to the downtrodden, and was comfortable with people describing her as an anarchist, is now in the process of being canonized. Today we celebrate all the saints, not just the ones we know who have the title Saint with a capital S placed in front of their names, like St. Francis or St. Lucy or soon-to-be St. John 23rd. There are countless saints with a lowercase s. All of us who die in friendship with God will eventually be saints. So how does one become a saint? Well, the readings we'll hear today give us some pretty solid ideas. But a first step to sainthood is to give thanksgiving for the mercy that we have received from God. All over the world, in the Catholic Church, there's an unwritten rule about what you talk about in the RCIA process the last week of October. RCIA is the process for those who are looking to become Catholic, to come into the Catholic Church. Almost every church talks about the communion of saints to get them ready for today, since this is the first holy day of obligation since we began RCIA. And at least six of our 12 inquirers this year are with us today. And at this Mass, we're having a reunion dinner directly after Mass for those who were in RCIA last year. So we have a whole bunch of people in our midst who are experts on the communion of saints. If you have ever been involved with RCIA here or anywhere else, would you please raise your hands? Look around. You are the lifeblood of this church. You renew us and keep us examining and learning and growing in our faith. But people who look to become Catholic often come to the discussion on saints with a lot of skepticism. But within a few minutes, most of them are usually completely on board, since they come to realize that the phrase, the communion of saints, covers a lot of ground. It's not just about the canonization process. So I'm going to do one of those things that I hardly ever do. I'm going to ask for some help from you in giving this homily. I'll step down from here and ask you. When we say the communion of saints, what does that mean to you? So, the communion of saints. What does that make you think of when you hear that phrase? Yes. Ten 
10 points for Gryffindor. Great answer. Okay, so what did we have there? There was a lot there. First of all, when we say the communion of saints, it doesn't just mean the people up in heaven. It means all of us too. All of those yet to come. Those who have come before us. Those in heaven. Those on their way to heaven. What else, when you hear saint or communion of saints, what do you think of? Yes. Those of us who are intently and completely in love with God. That's a tall order, but I like it. What else? The longer you take to lay, lay your, lay your, raise your hands, the longer the Mass is going to be. <laughs> I want at least two more thoughts. Yes? Those of us who are striving to just be ourselves, who we were created to be in, in God's will, trying to do God's will. Very good, very good. It's those of us who are striving in authenticity to be who God calls us. Uh, there was this very famous guy named John the Twenty Third. You know, we really like him around here. He he talked about for so much of his life as he was growing up that he was trying to be Saint Alphonsus, and then he realized God wasn't calling him to be Saint Alphonsus. He was calling him to be John, and so the saints we have so many of them. They show us so many different ways of being authentic and truly in love with God. Any other thoughts? One more at least. Yes? Yes. The responsibility we have to each other. And that is so true. This communion, this community. Somebody at the noon mass said that she thinks of the communion of saints all gathered around the altar when we have mass. And Part of that, what we do here every year at Blessed John the 23rd, is we write the names of those deceased loved ones we have on a poster board that we keep up here throughout the month of November. We already, we just put it up this morning, we already have, I think, 500 names on here. Okay, I admit, I wrote the names of all the deceased Paulists, so that was about 450. Okay, <laughs> but... We're getting there. So come on up after Mass. There's a whole bunch of markers. I'll remind you again at the end of Mass, hopefully. But those are some of the things, okay? So saints are not just the superstars. It's all of us. We're all called to this. And when we pray, when we pray and there are saints involved, I like to say the prepositions aren't important. So often we talk about praying to, but we're praying with, we're praying for. We're in communion with one another. We're all doing this together as part of our relationship in the body of Christ as children of God. Good job, team. We will skip that page of bullets. I think you hit it all. So just a little bit on the end here. As I've said, I love that hymn for all the saints. It's a great tune with great harmonies by Ray Von Williams, of course. But what I especially love is the text by William Walsham Howe. It really captures so much of what we mean by the communion of saints and so much of what our scriptures proclaim today. The Beatitudes of Matthew, which we heard, are so beautiful that sometimes we forget how challenging they are. In a world full of conflict and revenge, it's hard to be a peacemaker. In a world that values riches, power, and independence, it's a challenge to live a life poor in spirit. In the face of ridicule and persecution, it's difficult to stay true to the faith. 
We feebly struggle to believe in a God whom we cannot see. But the saints shine in glory. Through their examples, they have made God come alive before our very eyes. They have shown how the world can be transformed by living in the light of Christ. They survived the great time, the time of great distress, and so can we. If you found a parking space to come to Mass today, you can survive the time of great distress. We are God's children now, says John, but what we shall be has not yet been revealed. But we know this. We shall stream into heaven on the last day and see the face of God. And in seeing God, we will finally truly understand who God is. God as Father, God as Son, God as Holy Spirit. And in seeing and understanding God, we shall be like God.